Need to feel inspired? What if you could shop for Tile in a place with Tile from around the world, with someone who knows Tile and can guide you to create a space that is uniquely you? That place exists. It's Tile America, a Connecticut family-based business for over 60 years. Guys, we are officially back. This is our first official podcast, and I'm excited. I'm excited, too. <laughs> I wanted to, ch- I didn't know if I could clap. This is yeah, you can clap. clap. This is exciting. For ourselves. Mm-hmm. And at that's, the end. That's the saddest little clap <laughs> I've ever heard. We'll have to pipe yeah. in. And pipe in some audience. Yeah. 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 We'll talk to the powers that be. <laughs> Can we get uh, some applause? Welcome to Room for Four, a podcast where we speak candidly about the good, the bad, and everything in between. I'm Charlotte. I'm Megan. I'm Caitlin. I'm Callie. We're Connecticut moms, friends, wives, and entrepreneurs. We're not cool moms. We're regular moms. We... We did this when we practiced, but I think it's worth going back and giving an introduction so that people can get to know all of us and who we are. Uh, Who wants to go first? I think you should. Okay, I'll go first. Mm -hmm. I am Charlotte. I was born, I'm looking to my notes, and then it's like, you don't need notes for this. (laughs) I grew up outside of Washington, D.C., and then I moved to New York City where I reconnected with my husband who grew up in Connecticut. We went to high school together. We weren't dating in high school, but we met in the city. So we moved back to Connecticut when our third child was a baby. So we have five kids and we've been in Connecticut for about 12 years. I used to be a teacher and a school counselor. And when we moved to Connecticut, it was just I had enough kids. I didn't need to be working with kids anymore. So (laughs) I started we had this old house and I was fixing it up. And someone said, well, you should write about it. You can do this thing called blogging. I knew my joke that I make is the only blog I followed at the time was Perez Hilton. Do you guys remember him? Oh, my gosh. Love him. (laughs) Yeah. So I had no idea what this world of blogging was. And I learned that it was a really great way to do projects and write about it and share it. And I had little babies at home. So it was like my saving grace because I didn't want to be home with my kids just without anything else going on. And so I started blogging. And in the early days of blogging, it wasn't, I mean, some people had figured out how to make it a career, but it was very much a hobby. Like you were- It's like an online diary. Yeah. Exactly. A web blog. Yeah. And so I'd write about, we went to the apple farm today and we did finger painting today. And then it has now become an industry. I mean, we all know. So I've sort of grown with the industry and now I actually make real dollars that I can spend on bills. And that's what I do. So it's great. And that's how I've met all of you wonderful ladies. And that's why I'm sitting here doing this podcast. And I love it. I'm home with my kids. I'm making cool things. And it's the best. Who wants to go next? Should I be calling on people? I feel like you should. Okay. I'm going to call on Megan. Okay. So I've lived in Connecticut my whole life. I grew up in Avon, Connecticut. Then I went to college. And after college, Salve Regina, by the way, shouting out Newport. (laughs) I then got my first real job and moved to Stanford. I wanted to be in fashion. And then it worked out that at the time I met my now husband, Joe, in college. And then he lived in Stanford. So it was perfect because we were still dating, weren't engaged yet. And then I started my first job in Stanford. And that was at Nine West Group. And then I moved to Commuto Group and worked in marketing there. And then that was about five years. And then I started my family. And I have three children. 
And what else here? Oh, and also I interned. My background is in fashion at W Magazine, which was like amazing. Oh, that's amazing. So like one of the best experiences ever. Like in the city? Yes. Wait, was it like, what is the Devil Wears Prada? Was it like that? Yes, very much so. I I could go into a lot of conversation about it, but I don't think there's time for it. Okay, next episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yes. I love that. Thank you. I don't think about how'd you get into blogging though? What happened? Okay. Fashion and babies. (laughs) Yeah. And what happened? So then I had my last child, my son, Nico. He turned one and I started to get that itch. Am I going back to work or am I staying home? What am I doing here? And I just decided to start my blog. And that's actually how I met Caitlin. Mm -hmm. When I first started, she coached me. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. And at the time, my kids were all young, so we were always out and about doing a lot of activities and events. And that's how Camp by Mama, because I'm their camp, started. (laughs) Cute. Now they're older, so we're always at baseball and ballet, so it's not as much camp. But anyways, so that's how that started. And now I create content when they're at school. Then once they get off the bus, I'm full mom mode, and I feel like it's so important to be there for them. So I really do... Enjoy being an Uber driver during the week and the weekends. And what are the tips like? (laughs) And yeah, so here I am being a content creator slash mom slash Uber driver. Uh, slash podcaster. Yeah. Move for four. (laughs) Add that to the resume. My my son will be like, come and get me. And I'm like, "Uh -uh, this is not a statement. We are in the question mode. Would you like me to come and get you? We're trying to train them in that direction. Yeah, I I love that. Manners. I haven't gotten there yet. Mine are too young, but it's coming. I feel it. (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to go next? Sure, I will. So my name's Caitlin. I am from Connecticut. My husband will tell you that I'm not quote unquote from because I was born in Michigan. But I've been here since before I was one. So I'm from Connecticut. That counts. It does. It does. I went to the University of Connecticut for two years, but then I transferred to the University of Tennessee, um, pretending that I wanted to go try out their English department. But I was actually going there chasing my boyfriend, who also went there. Um, And then I transferred to Tennessee. And then I stayed in the South for 12 years. So that was I could talk about that all day. Um, and then we had we moved around a bit. I t- I started teaching. I went to school for English Lit, thought I was going to be a college professor, um, took a little break to work in marketing for a Timberland investing company, which is just really weird. You like the uh, boots? No, like trees. Oh, okay. like Timberland. Very different. Actually, trees. <laughs> so not English Lit. No. Not boots. No, trees. trees. Uh-huh. Yep. And marketing uh, the trees, specifically marketing them. Like the land and like cutting the trees. Which kinds? Profiting off of the pulp from the trees to make paper. Okay. And they gave this like 24-year-old girl the title of director of marketing and communications. So I have that like fancy title on my resume. And you left? Um, yeah, to go teach elementary (laughs) school in Baltimore City. Um, so we did that for a little while. Um, and I got pregnant there and we decided we didn't want to live in Baltimore. And so we moved. I forgot the part where I lived in Georgia for a while. So we moved back to Georgia. Um, But so I had my first daughter, went back to teaching for a little bit and then was like, I want to be home with my kid with I got pregnant. I was like, I need to be home with my children and not somebody else's children. And it was really hard being away in Georgia from my family 
And so one day I just was like, I, I, we need to move to Connecticut, please. Like, how can I convince you? And it took a year convincing my husband. So we came back up here. Here we live. Um, started my blog, by the way. Yeah, that's what I do. I write a blog. It's called Caitlin Houston Blog. I started it when we were engaged. Um, when I was in 2008, I was an early blogger like Charlotte. I was Googling wedding ideas and kept coming across these websites where people wrote about their weddings. And I was like, I could do that and I can write about mine. And then my family can see how I'm planning my wedding. And then my blog has just followed me since getting engaged until now when I have three children and um, write about motherhood and mental health and living in New England and being in Connecticut and all that good stuff. Here we are. And here I am. And now I'm sitting with three lovely ladies. So fun. Talking about life. Talking about life. All right, Callie, last but not least. Okay. Mine is so, it's so funny how similar mine is to some of yours. So I was also born in Michigan. I lived there till I was like four. And then I moved to Connecticut. My husband says the same thing, that I'm not from Connecticut. But like I was raised in Connecticut. Yeah. So. Doesn't matter where you're born. No, it doesn't. Um, I went to school for elementary education in Maine. We lived in Maine, Bar Harbor, Maine. Like literally oh, like pretty. we could walk out our back yard into Acadia National Park and it was like so cool. Bahaba. Yeah. So um graduated with a degree in elementary education because I wanted to be a teacher. And we came home to Connecticut. My husband's like company transferred him back. And like that's what I was gonna do. Like it was like all hands on deck, get a job being a teacher. And I was able to get a job teaching English as a second language, which isn't exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to be in a classroom like doing elementary. Um but I couldn't get one. I couldn't get a job. Due. I was horrible at interviewing, like literally horrible at interviewing. Not, not. I like couldn't even get interviews, but just like the whole I interview. I can't. Yeah, I, I'm in shock right now. No, it was really not good. <laughs> um, but it was it was meant to be. Anyways, I did it for three years and it was fine. I enjoyed it. I was teaching middle school and high school students, which felt crazy because I was like 22 and like mm-hmm. these kids were like 18. But I was <laughs> teaching English as a second language, so I was like teaching the phonics skills that I love doing. Um, But I had a lot of free time. I was in a low incident school. We didn't have like a lot of kids that English was their second language. And so I started blogging just like I needed a creative outlet. I needed something to do with my time. And same, like I didn't know that this was something people made. But I don't know when I started my, I want to say it was like 2010 maybe. So kind of close to when you guys were doing it. And I always loved videos. So I'd create videos to like post on my blog too, which ended up bringing me into YouTube. And after a few years, I was like, wait, people can make money doing this. So I spent a little more time like making it sort of a serious thing. Um, had my first child. And so I went back to work just part time. I'd actually switched. I'd like left school and I'd gone into a marketing position. Um, and then everything just YouTube continued to grow. My following continued to grow. So before now, I like I'm trying to place my life before I got pregnant with my second, I quit my job. Um, and then COVID happened. And then I got pregnant with my second. And that's and then I had another baby and they're somewhere <laughs> last year. I can't forget about that yeah. one. And then there's another one and that's what I've been doing. Yeah. There is a critical mass with the babies. Like the first one rocks your world. The yes. second one, you're like, how can I juggle two? Yes. And then there's something that happens around three two, for me, three. four or five. You're like, Oh right. Yeah. There's there's another, there another one. It's yes. Fine. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. It is a funny there's a funny math to it. I feel like the third for me was like the big shift where it was like the first was critical and the second was like now you have two and then the third you're just like okay. Yep. You I, the I, chaos. I think maybe I have a different experience because my second and my third are five years apart. Mm. 
that I was like out of that. You're out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, life is so good. We can do with so many things. Let's mess it all up by having a baby. A baby. <laughs> so, yeah. I always think it's the joy. The joy. It's just such a blessing. I always think it's so interesting. Like some people, it's like the first was so easy. And like for me, the first was the hardest. So that's it. That's it. Are you done? For another? Are you done? I don't know. Okay. You can't answer that. I'm done. I know that. <laughs> oh, I'm done. Just, we're done. I will. No, I would have had. See, Callie's so I can't have another. I can't would have said. Really, yeah. had like a whole. I would have had. Team. You would have had more, Shirley? I would have had more. Wow. I loved it. Yes. Oh, I would have I would have so many. It was like I didn't I, I lost pregnancy. So like I didn't even have the first until I was 30. Like if I'd started early, I could have had a million of them. Yeah, I had my last Arthur when I was 40 something. Yeah, I would have had more. It, we are at the point where we would need a new car, which <laughs> yeah. sounds like a stupid reason not to yeah, have more kids. Yeah, but yeah, I, there is a point when you just don't need. Yeah, I mean. We're good. <laughs> yeah. When you have to use these cars. Wait, Charlotte, are you done? <laughs> cars and houses, then you have to rethink things. <sighs> um, okay, we're going to move on to the next part of the show, which is audience questions. And we actually do have a few questions that came in because we've launched on social before you guys are listening to this. So we're going to quickly move through these. The goal of these questions is to be maybe serious, maybe funny. But I really like the ones that came in. And I guess... I don't know. I'm going to read the few that we got and then we can choose what we want to answer. But this is like speed round. Okay. Um, what inspired your podcast, which I think is sort of fun to think about. And then the other question was, what advice would you give yourself in your first year of motherhood? I actually am going to call an audible. Let's do the first one. What okay. inspired your I think we're going to talk more about motherhood in other episodes. Mm -hmm. So what is our goal for this podcast? What inspired it? I know for me, I listen to podcasts all the time. When I'm home doing projects or working, I'm always listening to podcasts. And I love those moments in a podcast when I connect to either an idea or a revelation that someone is sharing. So for me, it's those moments of connection, like, oh my gosh, I never thought of it that way. Or I feel the same way. That's such an interesting perspective. So I hope that in our nonsensical conversations <laughs> someone might be driving or listening or doing laundry and thinking oh yeah me too i can relate so that's my goal all right you're looking at me because you want me to talk next sure go um let's see honestly i don't think that i can find a podcast that i like to listen to consistently there's you know i have all these different genres and i'll just like skip around to see oh let's see what they came out this week about and sometimes i don't even want to listen to it for a couple weeks and so i think i wanted this show and i hope this show is something that everyone wants to listen to every episode that comes out because it is maybe not the entire episode is covering a topic you want to hear about or think about but there's going to be some piece in there that you want um to just sit and listen to so if that makes sense. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I think okay. so. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I that's what I think I guess inspired it or like as we sit and plan it, that's what I'm thinking in my yeah, mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's same hundred yeah. percent. What do you Callie Megan, what do you guys think? I mean, I just really like to hear myself talk. So <laughs> when someone was like, Do you wanna just be on a podcast, on a podcast yeah. I was like, Yeah, absolutely. I mean it's I a do. yeah, so you don't have to play videos anymore. Your YouTube videos, you can just play I the podcast in the background to myself talk. That's nice. No, I mean what I love about like as this podcast has come together, which I guess isn't necessarily like, inspiration, is like 
I think that we're an interesting group. Like we were literally chatting yesterday and Caitlin was talking about like what she was going to wear and how it would look on the screen <laughs> sofa. And I was like, this is literally a thought that never has gone through my head ever. I would never wonder <laughs> how my outfit. The color was me. The outfit was her. Fair enough. <laughs> but I love that. Like I love that we're sort of so different in some ways, but that we can sort of come together and we all like share these same topics that we need to talk about yeah. and we want to talk about because that's sort of a, you know, and we probably all come at it from very different ways. Oh, I so, love that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I want to make our listeners laugh and enjoy listening to us. I feel like it's so important to laugh and smile mm -hmm. every day. Um, motherhood can be really hard and also lonely. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I first, when I had my first Ava, I was like that first year, it was like when you're home and you're not working and you're in charge of this little human and you're like, okay, I got to be a mom. I felt like it was lonely at times. So I just want our listeners to listen and just be like, wow, I, you know, after listening to our episode, I feel good. Okay. I'm going to take my kids and go to the library. They just like motivated me to get out of the house. So yeah. I feel like just making our listeners feel good and laugh and have fun. Need to feel inspired? What if you could shop for tile in a place where you could see tile from all around the world in breathtaking installations with someone who can help you create a space that is uniquely you and guides you through the endless choices? Who knows tile inside and out because they do it every day? That place exists, it's Tile America. A Connecticut family-based business for over 60 years. I feel like that you couldn't have written up a better segue yes. to our topic. Yeah, yes. our topic. So every week we're going to try to have a topic, and eventually, when we sort of figure out the ropes, we're going to bring in guests. We felt like it wouldn't be fair to bring in a guest right now because no. it would just be nonsense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we're going to talk this week about how we feel and how we have made friends as adults, as moms. I think it is a topic that is maybe not talked about as much as it should be because it's tricky. Yeah. Um, I know that for me, uh, I don't have as much time as I used to. So finding time to connect with someone is a hurdle to begin with. I also have found that for me, I don't love those superficial moments. I don't do great with small talk. And I think so much of our lives as moms in particular, especially moms who are like rotating through events for the kids, it's they're quickies. They're like little cocktail parties or yes. meet and greets. And there's so much small talk that I need to be more patient with. But I naturally kind of turtle a little bit. I don't want to be part of it. And so then I'm already cutting myself off from times to make. I don't know if there's ever like, oh, we're having a do you guys go to the parent? You know, we're having like a happy hour for parents. It, for me, it's like I no, I'm. I will not be. There. It has to be somebody that I really know. Like I don't like to get. I'm the same way. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do kind of like to be in a random group sometimes, just because it's sometimes it's entertaining to like hear what other people have to say. But if it's like a new group and they'll invite me out, I'm like, do I really want to go do this? Because you you said something that I think about a lot, and you said you don't have a lot of time. And when you're young, you have all the time in the world. You have you. A lot of times, you don't have a spouse. <laughs> you don't have children, and you don't your job. I mean, if you think about making friends in college, like it was easy, and and it was all this surface level friendship. But as we get older, we want to feel a connection to other people. And if you don't have time to make a connection, then 
then what are you really doing? You're just wasting the moments that you could be doing something else by having this pointless small talk, you know? Right. So it's, I mean, for me, the challenge is always navigating. Like, obviously, if you never leave your house, you're never going to make friends. (laughs) And so you have to put up with a certain level of small talk. But like, I don't, I'm not particularly interested in like what everyone is making for dinner that week. And that's a topic that comes up all the time. But the irony is that if I'm with my close friends, something about that conversation does feel a little bit more like we were laughing. It's different. We were laughing before about how like, you know, you've had a great night with girls when there's like recipes exchanged. Yeah. Like I did that with a friend. We were talking about some recipe that our preschool teacher made. And she was like, oh, I still have that. And so she went home and it. I don't know, midnight, I got a text. <laughs> I was like, this was really, yeah, yeah, this was a banging night. Yep. I got my pumpkin <laughs> yeah. recipe and we're ready to go. So you said your preschool teacher, because I think those friendships that you have with this like big group, you have a history and they know your history. And so when you meet someone new, there is this weird, awkward, like they don't know what I've been doing for the last 30 something years. And so a lot of times that you get together the first time, it's either small talk or let me tell you about this one time when I was 25. And our current friendships that you've had for a long time just feel comfortable and easy. So I think that's where a lot of people like hesitate at going out to make new friends because then you have to start all over and start from scratch. And that takes a long time to tell people everything about you that will help them understand who you are because otherwise they might misinterpret a text message or you not calling for a couple days. They might think it's because you don't like them, but maybe that's just how you've always been. Right. Well, and I've also made friends through, and I'd be curious if any of you, like I've made friends through social media, which seems wild, but I have a lot of friends who are also designers and DIYers. And so we share tips and tricks for, I don't know, tiling a bathroom. And then we have conferences. So a few times a year, we do get together in person. So the relationship that started through DMs or emails or whatever has now grown into text messages. And then, you know, I see these people two or three times a year, which honestly is more that I see friends that live in the city. You know, like some of my best friends in the world, it's once a year or quarterly. We just don't get to see each other. But you guys, Megan, Callie, you're on social media. Have you met friends through social media or is that specific to my niche? I have met some friends through social media. I've met, um, I had like a group of other YouTubers that I've met. and But like I'm, I've literally only met some of them in person like a single time because we don't really have, com- we've done some like, like getaways together. Um, I actually have friends that I have met in the town that I live. We moved to the town that we live in when my son was like 10 months old. So like we didn't know anyone. And I literally have a couple of friends that I met in that town because they messaged me and they're like, hey, I know this is weird, but like I saw you. And so like it's not like I knew them because they were also influencers. They literally just like had followed me already. And then we became friends, which is sort of weird. Like and I probably would have never met these people elsewhere. I mean, if someone walked up to you at the grocery store and was just like, hi, I want to be your friend, you wouldn't be like, OK, yes. Right. <laughs> right. But it's a little different. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also found that when we first moved to Connecticut, I was I was more aware of the fact that I didn't have friends. So I was working a little bit harder at it. Like mm-hmm. now I feel like I'm a grizzled old lady and it's like, I don't want any more friends. Yeah. Even though I am, you know, my kids help a lot because they'll make new friends. And then I, you know, you have to do things with their parents. But yes. that when I moved to the town that I moved into, they have a newcomers club. 
which yeah. is like amazing. The really most bad too. You the do? most yeah. amazing thing. What that like, ever how does that existed? Work? Please explain. It's a group of women. It's all like I don't. It's been run for forever. And if you move to a town, you are allowed to be part of the newcomers club for like three years or something. Wait, then they kick you out. Ours well, is five. Te- te- yeah, it might be five. I don't really five. know. It yeah. like technically you get kicked out, but you don't really get kicked out because what happens is you end up meeting some people and then you just fade out. Like you don't really need it anymore. You don't need to go to the meetings and you don't need to go to the stuff because you've made some connections. And I didn't make any like amazing like people that were like, t- but like now, like when I'm in the grocery store, I see people that are familiar when I'm on the playground, like I might recognize a mom. And like, that's a really, ni- that's so nice as somebody who like moved to a town with a child yeah. that like you kind of like you feel like you're part of the community they would have meetings at like local um businesses i mean like ever i don't know why every place doesn't have this it was so great is it just women or just women okay yes and what's yours like megan ours is whole families yeah and i would say for me we moved from stanford to new canaan five years ago mm-hmm. so moving really forced me to be extra friendly and make more friends. Like even though it's the town over, yeah. because now your kids are in new schools. Mm-hmm. So for me, I and it totally wasn't me, I would go to every coffee mm-hmm. and parent night at like a local restaurant. They would have library groups with your kids for story time. Again, stuff that I wouldn't normally do. There was like a fitness class come and I just feel like it's the only way that I was gonna make friends and then knowing that these parents then our kids all go to school together just I was like I have to do this I have to make sure and I would always you know try to be like on time for everything and then not always cancel and just really make a point of doing every every I know Charlotte doesn't like to do them but (laughs) well I'm I my I had a quick question like do you guys consider yourself joiners I I What's a joiner? Like if someone says you want to be part of the softball league or do, I am very quick to be like, uh-uh. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Already newcomers was very out of character for me. Very out of character. Like a joiner or a starter? Is that what you? I am a starter, not a joiner. Oh, see, I'm a joiner. If I'm asked, I'll say yes to any of it. But I'm not a starter. And did you make some really good friends from all of that, the newcomers group? I would say I made some connections, but more, I know it's, and I don't care, social media I've and where I am in Fairfield County, I'm so lucky that I have a great group of friends that are like real life friends. Yeah, like people will be like, "We aren't you? Isn't isn't that your Instagram friend?" I'm like, "No, no, no. We hang out off offline, <laughs> and we're connected, and our kids are friends, and we go to each other's birthday parties." So I really think Instagram has helped me since I moved too, just mm-hmm. to connect. So I have like my real life friends, Instagram, who also are real life, and then yeah, and it's just it's helped me with motherhood. For sure. I mean, it makes sense. In my 20s, I was an elementary school teacher and I hung out with my friends who I taught with after school every day. That was my community. Yeah. Yeah. And now my community is my social media. You know, it would make sense that it's the people who do what I do. My community is not my social media, but it's, you know, my my colleagues are other friends that are DIY design content creators. So it's not... It's not crazy, but I know it does feel we're telling our kids not so much social media. And then we've met our best friends on social media. Yeah. So have you met best? Did you meet friends through that newcomers or? I met connections through new. Like I didn't meet anyone that I'm still like. But again, it was like a connections thing. And I think part of it for me was like 
just pushing myself. I'm like you. Yeah. Like, I'm not a joiner. I don't want to go. Like, I I have not gone to any bachelor party I've ever been invited to. I don't want to go. I don't want a small talk. I just don't. Like, I, I mean, like, sometimes I'm like, what's the matter with me? But it's so part of it was like forcing myself to do it because like you said, I was like, I'm in this new town. I have a child and it's like I, you know, I need to be part of the community. Um, and I've made connections. And I feel like an interesting thing with like mom making mom friends is the, the friends that you have prior to kids. It's very like different, whether it's mm-hmm. like that they know you really well, but it's just like. You do, you might like go on, you become like more like best friends. Do you know what I mean? Because you have so much more time where I feel like then you go to make mom friends and you want that level of connection, but it it almost might not be possible, especially when you have little kids. You know, you're like, you're meeting up for coffee and you're like just kind of chatting across the playground at each other. And so I've kind of found that like, I have some mom friends that like, they don't know my whole life. I don't know their whole life, you know, and it's just somebody that I can be like, hey, I'm going to the playground because school's closed and we'll meet. And like, we kind of know each other. We're acquaintances. If I needed something, I can like, I lost power. Like, can you bring over, you know, they're there for that. But you're not having drinks with them. No, I've literally never yeah. gone out to drinks with any of these people. We wouldn't like go on vacation to, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel Funny. like it's that weird. Yeah. It's like, when do you like level up yes. and, yeah yeah like there's i was i literally you took the words out of my mouth <laughs> no it's not a bad thing um levels like you have different levels of friendships yeah. and i think it's important to have all of those different levels yes. because someday you only want that friend to go for a walk in the neighborhood yeah. and then the next day oh wait i need that friend that i can call and talk to while like i'm cleaning the house yeah for like six hours you know like you want all of those different people in your life and i think it's really important but it can be hard to find that. And, and that. I feel like it's hard transitioning. I feel like a lot of people struggle with motherhood because when they make just those like soft acquaintances, they feel like, why isn't it going deeper? Why isn't yeah. it a deep? You know what I mean? And so it's sort of that we feel like we don't have mom friends because it's not the same as our college friends where we told them all our secrets. Yeah. So it's like a very different kind of friendship. There's also a funny thing that happens. And my husband and I would talk about this when we first had kids. It's when you don't have any other hats to wear, you're just getting along with that person. But then someone will get married or date. And so then that's a dynamic. Like, do the spouses get along? Do yes. the boyfriends get along? And then you have kids and it's like, wait, do I like this person as a parent? Yes. You know, because yeah. there's some people that one on one I yes. love, but I don't want to be necessarily with them and their kids. <laughs> or you're so right. yeah. or, And then as a business like that's another level. So it's yeah. sort of am I a work friend? Am I a family friend? Am I a mom friend? <laughs> or can I throw this out there too? It's really true for me anyways. Certain kids that my kids hang out with, if I like the parents or don't like, it's kind of how I push a friendship sometimes. Like, you know, like yes, that connection <laughs> yeah. with the parent. Okay, Nico, have Dominic over again, yeah. you know, like, and I know it's, might not be the best thing to say, but it's kind of just how it works sometimes. Yeah, family finding families that have kids that get along is yeah, yeah it's a whole different. And then family. like so if yes. the you know I feel like with the mom like I feel like connected to that mom, and then I feel like she would love my kids same like I love her kids, and we can just relax, and she'll come over and she won't judge my house. Like there's certain people I've met at doing newcomers where yes. I feel like. The house has to look perfect and I have to like look nice where yeah. I that's not me. I'd rather hang out with a mom that she could come over. The house is trash. No one cares. I haven't showered. And that's like my people. There's nothing better than that impromptu 
drop in. Like yeah. if you drop your or you pick your kid up from a play date and the mom will be like, hey, you want to grab a drink? Like, yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. I thought yeah. you were going to say the mom that doesn't leave that you don't want. Oh, because oh, I also I don't like that. <laughs> but the, the funniest is when you'll drop them off and the parent will be like, you know, that's fine. You can drop them off. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. That was that was my plan was being good ever yeah. hang out, but yeah. like things <laughs> or parties. I'm leaving. Yes, my kids are too little for that still. I am. Oh. I have just hit that point yeah. where I recently went to a birthday party for my middle child. She's seven, and I walked in and I had great plans. I was like, "This is in near Trader Joe's. I'm going to drop her off." I got two hours, and I walked in, and all the parents were taking off their coats, and I'm like, "Oh no, I have oh. to stay." On my and I did have two mom friends there, and they're like, "You can leave. We'll watch your daughter." And I'm like, "No, I'm going to be that sketchy parent that just dropped her seven year old yeah. and off and left." <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we can all agree there is nothing. There's that moment with a person I find that you was an acquaintance, and then you slowly realize, like, wait a minute, this is a friend. We get along. We have things in common. Yeah. That still happens for me. I mean, I. I'm not so antisocial that I'm not making. <laughs> yes, Sam. I feel like mine came. But there is something really fun about that moment when you realize that just another parent or an acquaintance is becoming a dear friend. So I guess that's the hopeful button on this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It feels good to be connected in like a genuine way to people. So, And I think that was the fun thing about this podcast for all of us, not to put words in your mouth, is that all of us knew... Of I had met Callie and Caitlin in person. I knew of Megan through social media. We never met in person. But I think when we did come together, it really did feel like we were, I mean, it we're not felt fake. good. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're like when we were yeah. first standing in the back room here, I was like, is this going to be nice? Yeah. Like we all laugh. There's no awkward, like judgy moments or it, it just felt natural, which when I I, you can get a vibe. Like if you're around somebody, yeah. you can tell when they're holding back with you. And I feel like the four of us really don't hold back. No, yeah. and nobody got like time for that. I can say anything in front of you girls, and I don't have to worry about you like talking behind my back because that's the worst. And that's where it's hard making friends as a mom. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There's a little bit of that. Yeah, and it's still. It's like you. I remember I graduated college and I started my first job, and it was still in the workforce. And I remember asking my parents, and they're like, "Oh, you're gonna deal with that your whole life." So I feel like you just gotta filter those people out and find your friends that you like best, even if it's like three to five that you're super close with that are new and you just connect to, and it's good energy. I'm all about like being around people who are positive, and it's like. Fun. Again, I know I'm always like the fun, but it's true. You just like want to feel good. You don't want to feel icky after you're with those friends. Otherwise, get rid of them. Cut to cut to all of us recording this podcast like twice a week. <laughs> just always together. We just got to go hang out. We're going to be doing yeah. a podcast again. I feel like as I'm listening, like as I'm listening to you guys talk, I'm thinking about like if I were listening to this podcast, like what would you guys if you were guys were going to give like one piece of advice to someone about like how to make a like if somebody's listening to this and they're like I don't have that I don't have someone who'll go for a walk with me with the kids I don't have someone to call for call like what would you what would you suggest like what would it be a piece of advice I mean I think that one theme that I have heard the most is to step out of your comfort zone and just yeah. say yes to the thing yeah certainly for all of us kids it's an easy way to meet people because mm -hmm. through kids there's all sorts of music classes or you know through school you know, if you're just a single 
person, then I don't know. I think that's where you do have to actively look for book clubs or, I don't know, garden clubs or go to your local library. There's always stuff going on in the library, but it is hard. I mean, I think I'll say one thing that I know I've made friends by doing this is if you see someone out somewhere and let's say you you are with your kids and you're at the library and you have that moment where like you catch the eye of somebody across the room and you're both like, let's get out of here. It's like I'm my kids are acting nuts and I'm sweating. Then you kind of get close and then you, you compliment that person or you make a joke or something. And I've met people not living here in Connecticut, but when I was living in the South, that's how I would end up making friends because social media really wasn't hopping in 2016, 2017. So I wasn't having chats with random people on the internet that end up becoming my friends. But like, that's all I had was to look like trying to catch a mom's eye out in public being like, does anybody want to be my friend? And (laughs) and it works sometimes. And then other times you find out she's not the right friend that you want to have and then you just try again move along yeah nothing to see here yeah Mm -hmm. I would say definitely joining mine friends were met as with my first daughter library the music class I still keep in touch with one of those moms doing a fitness class in town yeah any type of group they have like they have like a town email that would be like parents night out and what I, I I don't want to reveal where you live, but like, why does my town have this stuff? <laughs> yeah. Well, Callie's town has yes. it too. In the like, town next again, to our stuff. I don't want to go, but I I feel like I have to, and that's yeah. the only way I'm going to meet people is by going yeah. to all these events that the town runs. And yeah, yeah, I feel like definitely like just stepping out. Like I feel like before motherhood, I would have never just like Same. gone up to somebody like at a bar and yeah. like hey <laughs> yeah it's like we'd be friends you know yeah. and i just wouldn't yeah but i feel like in motherhood you do you know you would yeah. we like oh you have a kid i have a kid cool and can i make a point also when you go to these groups i feel like it's a little easier because you know they're there to also make yes. yeah yeah so it's like deep breath okay yeah. they want they might want to be my friend <laughs> let's see if it's gonna work <laughs> and then yeah you filter out and they filter out me maybe they don't like that i like to do this and that so yeah, it's all good. You know, we haven't talked about something that is big in friendships, and that's how friendships come and go. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we could have a whole podcast about that. Yeah. But as a mom who makes friends with, you know, you have to be kind of, what's the word? Um, Discerning? Just, no, well, no, just oh. be aware that your friendship might only last for that school year. Yeah. Like, yes. That season you know, of life. Th- yeah. Yes. And, and there's seasons of life and seasons of friendship and everything like that. And so just another bit of advice, if you make a friend and your kids go are in the same dance class and then you and this mom hit it off and then the next year they don't they're not in the same dance class anymore and maybe you don't see each other anymore. It's not because that person doesn't like you. It's just because you've got other stuff going on. Yeah. Schedules change. Yeah. Agreed. Try not to take everything so personally. And this is coming from experience. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, it's hard true. because, like, I feel like we're connected to everybody via social media now, too. So, like, we feel like we have to stay connected with literally every person that we have ever known. Yeah. But, like, nat- it's very natural for people to come and go from our lives. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I also think you see what you're missing sometimes on social media. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's like a good point. Yeah. And I feel like social media might also... You you're scrolling. I know I do this sometimes. I'm I'm scrolling and seeing like different groups of mom that I used to hang out with, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, they're out having a good time. Why aren't I invited? You yeah, know? and yeah. I feel like you get like this 
feeling inside. And then I'm like, oh, I have a good group of friends too. Like, don't, I feel like social media. Yeah, you wouldn't have even known about it. Yeah. So it's good and bad for social media. It is good and bad. Yeah. That's for another show. Yeah. We're excited about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. I'm going to move us along because I feel like we could talk about that all day. Doing a podcast with people that you really enjoy and are friends is that we could talk for hours. But we're not. We're not going to do that to you. Fine. Fine listeners. Not today. This segment is sponsored by California Closets. California Closets please every space large or small deserves a custom solution. Great design comes from listening, collaborating, and problem solving. Together, you will discover hidden potential in unexpected places. Exceptional design and quality installed by their skilled professionals. That's practical magic. Discover the possibilities in your home by calling 203-924-8444 to schedule a complimentary design consultation. We are going to end our show every week with um, something that I think all of us have done with our kids if I'm right. No, I hadn't. And so I had to Google what this meant because I was really confused. And when we did the pilot, I realized that whatever, I just did it wrong. So you should explain what it means. Okay. We're calling it pits and peaks. And it's something where at the end of the day, when we're sitting around our table, we will go around and the kids will talk about what was their pit. So what was the worst part of their day? And what was the peak? Not, were you thinking peak like lion? Like, no, boo. no. I just had to Google it, and it okay. was they they you know said like a mountain. There's like a peak of a mountain, yeah. and then the okay. pit of a mountain. And I'm like, I get it now. So we're going to talk about. We're not going to all do our pits and peaks, but we're going to talk about what has been a pit or a peak. So Caitlin, do you want to go first now that you've cracked the code? Yeah, now what this yeah. Is? What, and I'm going to do a pit or a peak. I'm going to do a pit. Okay. Okay. So my husband started this new job and he told me in the beginning, like, there's going to be travel involved. And I'm like, I'm going to be so fine with my three kids. <laughs> and then he left this morning and my kids got up from bed and they all came downstairs just awful. And I realized I'm going to be in a pit until Saturday now. So like a couple days of just dealing with three kids by myself. So if anyone has a peak that wants to make me, you know, jealous... Go ahead and say. <laughs> and that's a peak. I have a peak. I have a you you want to do your peak? Um, so my peak is I have um I'm sure all of us have a child who is not as prone to organization as you would like. So I have one who is just she hasn't found her sweet spot with organization. <laughs> <laughs> I have one of those. Oh, and so we sat down. I mean, this room, it's just pile upon pile. So over the weekend we sat down. And she wanted to listen to her book on tape while we were doing it. And I was like, no, you need to be involved because there is going to be stuff going into this trash bag that you need to vet a lot. And we filled two trash bags. Anyway, we organized her room and went through everything. And we found, I know where all our kitchen Tupperware is now. We found that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Some treasures. Is there anything under the bed? Any snacks or food? No. So my hack for that is we have a big drawer under the bed for her dolls. And Mm -hmm. so it's hard for other stuff to get in there. We have a lot of bins. The bins, there was a lot of questionable things in the bins that went right into the trash can. Um, But that feels really good. So for a week, that room is organized. Next week will be a different But even that week, that's nice. You walk by the room and you don't look and cringe when you Mm -hmm. see it and you just shut the door. Yes. Right. (laughs) And the teacher in me is trying to be like, doesn't it feel so good? Yeah. Doesn't it feel so (laughs) good? And she's like, I guess. I don't. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. (laughs) Um. Let's go with, are you pit or peak, Callie? I'm a peak. Oh, good. So we can finish high. So either of you, you can rock. Uh, I have a pit. Okay. Oh, okay. So we'll finish with Callie. Okay. My peak is so lame. So I have a few lined up here, but Caitlin 
help me with this one. Okay, so Gianna went to a birthday party over the weekend ice skating, and she went to go put on her sweatshirt slash felice to go ice skating on the ice and one of her friends was there as well and my um thong was stuck in the sweatshirt (laughs) so it pulled like she full-on saw it and pulled it out and her friend was like wait what is that is that a thong and she was like oh it's my mom's and she like tucked it in her pocket (laughs) it's not even hers i can't do not and then i got to the birthday party and the first thing gianna said to me was mom look what got stuck in the laundry and my friend saw it it's your thong and i'm like it's okay just give it to me and i threw it in the purse and i'm like it's fine she didn't see it she didn't see it so that was my pit but it is what it is what do you want to do laundry gets stuck and we filter it out callie it does (laughs) okay i had a really hard time thinking about i whenever we do pits and peaks which is two times now <laughs> i like i blink out on everything that has happened for the entire week but i my, my peak is that a local coffee shop to me has valentine's day drinks and yesterday i went there and they had a cold brew coffee with a raspberry cold foam on it and i know this to, to a lot of people are like what do you mean this is your peak i cannot stop thinking about this <laughs> coffee and just knowing that i get to have another one tomorrow and the next i don't know when is it going to stop valentine's day i don't know i better get them in yeah what are you going to do when i i can't stop thinking does anyone else obsess like you have something you get stuck in, on a drink yes yeah i was only like that when i was pregnant yeah no no so good i can't wait <laughs> there was a sandwich shop around the corner from us when we lived in brooklyn this is a while ago and i i want to say it was like bubble tea before bubble tea was a thing and they had a sandwich that was so good and i don't know enough about what type of food like i have no idea how to find <laughs> this again this i have a vague memory like i think i could find my way back to that old apartment but to your point like yeah i think about this sandwich an absurd a lot. Okay, yes. I, I think deli that. like that. Yeah, yeah you con that where it used to work. Chicken wrap with like honey mustard on it, and I think about it all the time. Yes, because I don't know what kind of honey mustard that was, and I'll never know because oh. I don't. Yum. They yeah, probably I don't know. make it anymore. At California Closets, our designers see room for opportunity and corners of possibility everywhere. We believe every space deserves a custom-designed solution so you can relax with your favorite book or your entire collection. Together, we'll discover hidden potential in unexpected places. Exceptional design and quality installed by our own skilled professionals. That's practical magic. Discover the possibilities in your home with a free design consultation. Like, now I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> it is lunchtime. We have come to the conclusion of the podcast. We're all going to go and have leave. a snack. We're going to go have a snack. We're going to go Google all these weird foods that we're dreaming of. Yes. yes. And I wish we could do this every day, but we can't. I mean, maybe someday. Someday. But then that's not really a podcast. That's like a morning show or something, right? Listen, dream big. <laughs> Maybe it'll okay. turn into a morning show. I never know. Right, right. show. Well, I can't wait to see you guys next time. I know. How many days until we see each other? <laughs> anyone are we down? It felt like my five. Oh, yeah. Are we five five like, oh, math? No, how many days until something? It's a lot of math. It's a lot of math. Too. If you like this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. Check us out on social media at Room for Four Podcast. 